second. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. Hold on. Ron? What are you doing here? There's something I need to tell you. Are we alone? Quick, grab anything you can. We gotta go. Is there a back door? They're coming. They're coming. Oh god, they're here. Go. Damn this wicked planet. Welcome to the Wicked Planet Podcast, episode 56. We are coming at you once again from the haunted garage in an undisclosed location somewhere deep within the woods of the north. And the location is unknown to anybody. Tonight, we are joined in studio once again by a demon from hell to talk about the dark side. <clears throat> But before we get to all that, you know him as Ron from New England. Others know him as the Beaver of Thunder. Some as the not-so-slender man, but his friends and family know him best as the King of the North. Jesus. Ron, what's going on? What's going on is that we're on take two right now because God damn it. we've had nothing but glitches. Vibes. The vibes are off, Ron. What are we going to do? Well, I was telling I was telling about... Oh, and uh, we want to say, yes, the demon is here. The demon's here. Oh, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Buckley's getting out his knife. Oh, he's got two knives. I'm going to have to start bringing some backup. All right. My knives are out. I'm we ready. Are cur- knives out. The Wicked Planet is hiring... Kristen needs a bodyguard from <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. So, so whoa. Cr- from he me, just opens them Wait. and puts them on the table, like flaunts them. That's what they do. You need That's a bodyguard from me. <laughs> yeah, because I bring a knife every time. You know You're the one coming in here with your horns and your hooves. <laughs> I taser it next time. It's in my car. All right, do it. Kristen, did I ever tell you when you were a little kid you had to have a special operation to have your tail cut off? (laughs) Did your dad ever tell you that? (laughs) What did you do with the horns? He told me that I think it's in a jar at your mom's house. You'll have to ask your mom. Yeah, Yeah. I'll have to. Yeah, your horns weren't coming through, but your tail was. It was a bifurcated tail. I don't even know. So anyways, Kristen's back in the studio. So hi, Kristen. Boo, boo. So, so I was just telling everybody before the show how my vibe has been off the last couple of days, and today, big time, I don't know if I'm under spiritual attack or what is going on, but <laughs> since last week, it's just everything's kind of went south. It's except the 5G, this, Ron. Yeah, I don't know. It's just been, uh, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Had a good weekend. Some friends came over, and uh, we drank a few beers and finished up my deck, so that was cool. Nice. Yeah, and the weather was decent. Finally, yeah, it actually I w- was. I wasn't out there in the freezing rain working on my deck like I was the weekend before. 
So, uh, so that's all good. But yeah, no, the vibe's been uh, vibe's been off. So everybody out there, like you know that we've been talking about, you know, pulling the trigger on a new mixer and new microphones and all that jazz, right? And we did it. And we did it. But <laughs> and this is where it all started. <laughs> And maybe it's just me being just so pissed off about the whole deal that everything, you know, if I get in a cranky mood, just nothing seems to want to go right. That's just how that works. So I try not to be in a cranky mood, but so, so I go on, I buy a, uh, and this is not really a shout out to Best Buy, but I buy a lot of stuff at Best Buy and, uh, and because it's easy to go online and just buy Best Buy and not no more Best Buy, you're done. No, done after this. no, I don't think so because we have a Best Buy that's probably, <laughs> Kristen's dealing out uh, definites. That's not good. Yeah, Best Buy is cut off. 15 minutes from the haunted garage. It's right on the same road, so it's kind of nice. But anyway, so I go online. Just give you the quick story. Go online. I order the Rodecaster <laughs> Pro, which is the shit when it comes to podcasting, right? Uh, it's going to give us the ability to do call-ins when we start doing live shows. And uh, so we're really looking forward to that. And, of course, we already bought a new computer that's still in the box because I don't want to set everything up because we're planning on redoing the studio. Uh, maybe this weekend we might be able to get together. I don't know. We'll yeah, talk. I think I'm free this weekend. We're well, it's going to be all black. What's it's, this weekend? It's Well, it's going to be crappy this weekend, so. It'll be good to work inside then. That's what I'm saying. I won't be able to work outside of my house because that's what I do this time of year. Right. But anyway, so I go online to Best Buy. I order the Roadcaster. I order the Rode Pod Mics. I order new cables, XLR cables, because the microphones we use now are USB and they work fine. But when you go to a uh, an actual mixer, they don't take USB microphones, right? So, so anyway, so I do all that. And this was a week ago, I want to say I ordered it week before last, right? So I kept getting the emails from Best Buy, your packages are on the way, everything's on the way, everything will be there by Tuesday, April 29th. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, cool. So then I get, but I didn't understand that everything was coming like separately. Like I thought they would pack everything in one box and just send it, right? Nah, nah, that's too easy. That's too easy. That's right. So, so anyway, so uh, I get a message saying that uh, package was delivered. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I go home. Sure enough, there's a box on my deck, and I throw it in the car, and I bring it down to the studio next day. And I'm all excited, thinking my mixer and everything's going to be there. But I'm feeling the box. I'm like, man, it's a really big box, but it doesn't feel that heavy. Now, keep in mind, those pod mics, those are heavy. Yeah. A lot heavier than a USB mic. So anyway, <clears throat> I open up the box. The only thing that's in the box is the three microphones. Woof. So then, so then I'm looking online in my emails. And of course, so the mixer is coming from a different location, coming from Albany. Which, as the crow flies, is not too far from the haunted garage. Maybe like three hours. Albany, New York. Yeah, Albany, New York. And uh, uh, like, which yeah, is where a lot of my hours. family is actually in Albany. Still, my mom grew up in Albany. Went to Albany High School. I like that area. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. My other cousin owned a very popular bar in Albany for a long time. Ooh, what was it called? Uh, Mahar's Public Bar. And there's a lot of people out there, maybe in New York and the Albany area, that if you're a little older, you're probably familiar with that place. <laughs> it, well, it was ranked the best Irish pub in Albany many years in a row. Really? Yeah. yeah one of my Are pub- there a lot of Irish pubs in Albany? 
I guess there's a few. But but I, the biggest thing about them is that they had like I don't know 100 different beers on tap. It was insane. See, I went to um, Amsterdam, New York, which is pretty close to pretty close to Albany. It's probably like I don't know, maybe half hour from Albany. But all it was, all you could eat, find to eat, was these Italian restaurants. Yeah. Like real old school Italian. Which is good. Definitely is owned good. by the mob. Yeah. Definitely. Just a front for something else. Man, eh, whatever. So, <laughs> so anyways, uh, getting back to the story. So, so I see uh, the mixer is, you know, you get the update, the updates in the email. Uh, so then I go on and do the tracking because I'm like, okay, when is this thing going to show up? Because I wanted to have it set up for this coming weekend, you know, actually last weekend at this point, because we were going to go on, uh, another popular podcast and we were going to talk about, uh, talk about, you know, whatever. And, uh, and it's really difficult using a virtual mixer, setting up micro, uh, multiple microphones and multiple headsets to work with Zoom or Streamlabs. And those are the two video conferencing apps that all podcasters use, you know, yeah. either one or the other. Also, these digital mixers. Oh, my God. We, no. are, we're, we run into issues with it constantly. Freezing, stuff gets mixed up, the sound's off. I don't know what it is, but all right, well, some it's got to go. Well, some of that's my fault because uh, we use a virtual, a virtual, and it's a popular one, too. It's Voice Meter Banana. We use a virtual mixer. Buckley had it all set up. It was been works great and everything. So this weekend, I'm trying to mess around and get it to work on a Zoom call. We ended up scrapping the show, which really sucks because I was very frustrated. Yeah, I was ready to go. Oh, yeah. We were already, uh, Sean, Anonymous Sean, was in the studio with me. Buckley was ready to Zoom in from his location. I was like 12 drinks deep, so. Yeah, so you were ready to rock and roll. I was right. <laughs> all right. So, so anyways, check this out. So the thing says, oh, it's. Arrived at our facility at the airport in Manchester. Oh, it's it's out for delivery. Oh, it's been loaded onto the truck. And it's, again, out for delivery. Never showed up. Nice. So, so I go on there and, and I check the tracking and it says, then I get an email. Your shipment has been delayed. So I'm like, okay. So I give it a day. I'm like, okay, maybe it'll show up tomorrow, whatever. Day goes by. Another day goes by. So on Friday, I'm like, okay, this is enough. I already paid... 600 bucks for just the mixer. It was $1,000 total for the mixer, the mics, and the new cables. It was just, it was like $989, which is, you know, quite a bit of money just to put out for something we do once a week. But I really, you know, we all decided that we want to give you a really good product. And that's just the evolution of the show, right? We want the sound to be better. We want to have more capabilities. So anyways, so I go online, try to chat with somebody at UPS, that they're fucking useless. Uh, you can't talk to a human. Uh, I was a dickhead enough to get a human on the phone, and they're like, "Well, well, it says here that it's uh, that uh, it was on the truck, but it's not on the truck anymore. We don't know where it is. So for us to look for it, you're going to have to open a claim. You're going to have to initiate a claim. Oh boy. So like, okay, so I have to do something for you to do your fucking job. So I opened up the claim last Friday. Here it is Wednesday, and I have yet to get an update from UPS. So I go online again. Don't have a problem with Best Buy. They're actually doing the best they can for me. But if I don't get anything like by Friday morning. You're going to storm, storm I, the gates. I'm, I'm going to fucking flip out. Yeah. So, 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 I, so I go through this whole chat process, you know, what a chat bot. 
with uh, on Best Buy Online, finally get to a human being that has some fucking mental capabilities, and and I explain the whole situation to them. And were they like, Indian? With that, hello? No, 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 no. Well, what no, do you need to help with? No, do that. What do product number? No, well, I really couldn't tell by them typing, but I could tell by the name, unless they're just using fake oh, names. They use fake names. But, but anyway, so, so I end up with this guy named Caesar. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> totally. My name is Caesar. Uh, well, well, check this out. If Caesar's listening, <laughs> I know you're doing everything you can, and I really hope that you can pull this shit off. So, but Caesar was very helpful. And he's like, thank oh, you, Caesar. Okay, so I talked to somebody else on Best Buy chat, chat like the other day, like what's say Wednesday on Monday, and they're like, okay, well we're gonna escalate this investigation, and you're gonna hear something back from us within 24 hours. Well, about 40 hours goes by, and I still hadn't heard anything from Best Buy. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's enough. So I initiate another chat, which you gotta wait in the queue for like 20 minutes. Then this is when I get Caesar. And then I'm explaining, it, and very nicely now, I'm not being a dickhead to it. I mean, it's not their fault. They sold it. They took yes, my money, is. but they're kind of responsible to get it to me, right? So they choose UPS as their shipper. So, so Ron, at I, any point, did you say, can I talk to your manager? I did not do that because I don't have enough hair to do that side haircut. <laughs> the bangs. Take some of the beard and Like the Karen the bangs. Like, I need to see a manager right now. So I'm talking to the Caesar guy, and I'm like, listen, you know, I have a podcast. I have quite a few listeners. And we're, pretty, this a, we're pretty big and popular and famous. Yeah, well, not close, but... He's like you and everyone else, guy. So I need special yeah. treatment. Yeah, so... No, I didn't ask for that. <laughs> I didn't ask for that, but I did no, say... I know, I know. But he did say, well, I see in your uh, previous purchases, you spend a lot of money at Best Buy. I says, oh, yeah, I equipped my whole house with all new TVs from Best Buy. I've bought this at Best Buy. I bought gaming stuff at Best Buy. I bought the new computer for the studio at Best Buy. So, yeah, it's in the thousands of dollars that I've spent at Best Buy. Okay, so now his attitude. Well, I, I take this back. He never gave me attitude. This guy never gave me attitude. The Caesar individual, if that's your real name, Caesar. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> He's just a robot. So anyways, uh, we're going back and forth. And I'm telling him, you know, I, I, I'm sure you can understand my frustration. He goes, listen, I'm a musician. I understand it completely. Somebody dropped the ball on this and we're going to really figure this out. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why don't you figure it out like this? Send me a fucking yeah. another one. Cancel that one. And you deal with UPS because I don't know why I, the purchaser, has to deal with UPS when it's your responsibility to get the package to me. Like, like this is all chain of custody, right? Yeah. So that's why Amazon's going to. Take out Best Buy because Amazon, your shit gets misplaced. They send out a new one, and if you're not, yeah, no questions asked. Yeah, yeah. If the so other one shows up, you get two. Well, two hopefully items. it comes soon. Well, hopefully it gets resolved because because so I did get somebody on. We the need one. to set this up. The the studio. I got somebody on the phone from UPS yesterday, and they're like, "Well, you know, this can take up to eight days," and I'm like. It didn't take eight days to get from Albany to Man uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. You're like you have two days. So, anyways, I'm just very frustrated right. and very ugly about the whole deal. There's a few reasons why my vibes are off what do you tonight. Got? The first one, well, Kristen's here, so always. that just always yeah. puts very low frequency vibrations in the air and messes that's, everything up. That's not true. <laughs> Two. I'm not drinking, so my 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 so superpower is gone. 
and you know I'm just I'm like hanging out here to dry in a desert three it's a dry studio tonight <laughs> three my headphones were echoey and they're just throwing me off Ron and I told you that's probably my fault for me messing with it but I did put it back I to can't wear them I did put it back to all, to all the original settings and for some reason we're getting a thing I am just ready to take that voice meter and just well, this whole computer system's going. It's, it has to be the fault of the cabal. That's all I know. As Sean would say, we're probably under spiritual attack. They're projecting 5G straight into the Honda garage. <laughs> oh, man. It's destroying everything. Hey, you know something? I told you. Remember how I... Did I tell you guys how my phone's been messed up for the last few days? Yes. Like, it won't automatically connect to my Wi-Fi at home or here. And evidently, it hadn't been doing it for a while. I don't pay attention to that shit. Oh, I had a question for you after. Well, hold on. So, yeah, I, yeah. so, so I get this. I keep getting these messages from Verizon for my data usage. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I looked at my phone, and it's not connected to Wi-Fi. And I'm like, oh, you bastard. So I had to do a complete phone reset, uh, network set, network reset. Then I had to reset the modem at the, at the garage. And finally, it's working. I go home. It's not connecting at home either. Keep in mind, it connects every single time. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And I just don't. It just electronics are a great thing. I like electronics, but when they don't work, man, it can be frustrating. Yeah. So, a question for you, because you were talking about like, oh, is every like, and I've noticed this with you a couple of times. It's like when you have a sort of an off day. Your mood is kind of like turd. deterred, as Kristen would say. A-turd. Oh, deterred. A turd. <laughs> Not a turd. Sorry, deterred. No, well, a turd, like in a toilet. Oh, <laughs> like a like a poop, no, like a poop blog. <laughs> okay, so this is what my question was. I don't was. take anything out on anybody. I'm just what? no. That's not what I was getting to. Not my cherry self. No, but like everyone has those days where it's like you know nothing seems to be going right. Um, and it just kind of snowballs and then you're kind of pissed off towards the end and you don't really want to be around people, whatever. I have them. Kristen probably lives on them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my question to you was, do you think that maybe like it has something to do with the thought process and the way that you're thinking about the situation? Negativity. Right. Yeah. So you're thinking about yeah. it negatively and you keep projecting negativity into the situation into the day so that keeps the day uh going in a negative direction no i agree do you think maybe that's something that you're doing oh, i don't know i do it oh 100 yeah 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 because it's a com a combination of things like 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 the, the other thing that's really frustrating frustrating like for the last three or four months and really in the last month and we've talked about it on other episodes right Trying to get pods for cars to fix that you normally would call and they'd be here in a half hour. We had a right, and, and we're known we work on a lot of German cars here. Like you're either, you're probably going to see a lot of Audis here. We do a, we're known as the Audi place, and uh, we do Volkswagens and we do uh, BMWs and things like that. And you can see we just rolled a Volkswagen out and we just pulled a BMW in. So, so, so we have this Volkswagen convertible. That wow. one is the BMW is yeah the the BMW. Yeah. What do you call that when the the thing just slides right back? I call it a clamshell. It's a convertible. It's a hard top, but it's a convertible. Right. So, so it folds up in this funky way and it goes into the trunk. It looks like a transformer, basically. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. To no, watch. it is cool. Yeah, uh, but anyways, uh, but an Audi did that to that BMW. 
Because ah. it's this really hot rod Audi, this guy comes in. And we did the whole car over last year because he got run off the road by a tractor trailer. Yeah, he stove it all up. And this guy's multimillionaire, so you got plenty of money. He don't care. So anyway, so so we he doesn't drive these cars in the winter, right? He's got an old F-150 he drives. So he had this double lift where you, and every car enthusiast has seen these. You get Ben Pack makes them. You, you put your car on a lift, you put it up, you drive another car under it. Yeah. Well, so this guy puts his Audi up on the lift, puts his girlfriend's BMW under it. and Just fucking drops it. And just maybe space putting the manual locks in place. Oh, because man. they have locks. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to get her car out. And the Audi is right on the, you know, the, well, the platform is right on the roof of the BMW. Yeah. In Squashola. That's rough. Kristen, what's new with you? I haven't seen you in a week. What have you been up to? Anything? Well, Elden Ring and getting ready for a new job. That's pretty much it. Elden so Ring. Elden Ring. That freaking game is so hard. No, I've been doing the work. I've been uh, doing the work to, I don't know. I think that's what they call it. Do the work. If you want to get better, do the work. So I, I think they call it work. grinding. So I've been taking a look at my list. I've been making a list of energy takers and energy givers and like really analyzing how everything makes me feel afterwards and trying to do less of the things like, you know, you know how you do something then after you're like, wow, that was fucking waste or like that just made me feel like crappy or. Well, that's every day for me now. <laughs> yeah, I know. But there's just sometimes it's certain people. Sometimes it's just like certain scenarios like lately when i've been smoking i've been like oh that kind of gave me anxiety so i've just been like trying to realize trying to do the work so i can feel better so you guys are playing this elden ring oh yeah and you've been talking a lot about it yeah. so i went online the other day i had a few minutes i'm gonna go check this out that looks like a really cool game oh it's so cool i should have started streaming like as soon as it came out it probably could be famous by now like, I haven't streamed at all, but I should. Because this is not a new game, right? This game's been around. It came no, out it like actually. February 25th? Yeah, it just came out. Oh, okay. So, the I guess the games that the creators, what's it called? Software Creator or something like that. That's the company that it's put like it out. But uh, they made the Dark Souls games, which I never played before, but I heard, I had heard they were really hard. And then I just jumped right in this game. I didn't even know what to do. Yeah, same. I hadn't played Dark Souls either, and I. I mean, maybe I did when I was a kid. I don't know. I don't even know what it looks like. I think I remember seeing the cover, but I might be thinking of, like, Evolve or something. But it was really hard when I first started playing Elden Ring. Now I'm like a champion. Yeah. I got to get a gaming console. Of course, and everybody's telling me, oh, no, you got to do it on PC. Well, I can't do it on PC in my living room. I I don't like PC. Yeah, I would rather just buy, like, a... No, I'm not going to... What's the latest uh, PlayStation? PS5. PS5, okay. So I didn't for five hundred dollars. You got you can get one for five hundred. Yeah, I think that's the price. Because I seen them for eight hundred. Yeah, because nobody can get one. As far, last I knew, nobody could even get the. PS4. Well, I know, I know, like right when they came out, <clears throat> like people bought a shit ton of them, mm. and then to uh, resell to resell, yeah, which is course. shitty. And I, I think the a lot of people do that with like bots and shit, like on online. They like somehow set it up so a bot can like order all the the devices and then they have them all and then they resell them for 800 fucking dollars. Yeah. That's uh, eBay used to have this thing was called sniping, sniping software. And what it would do, it would go in and just do like five cents over the, over the winning bid or something like that. Yeah. So that's probably what they do. Yeah. It's well, I mean, it's capitalist country. 
right. why I stick with PC. I mean, the freaking graphics card was a pain in the ass because people were doing the same thing, but at least anytime anything, I can always upgrade it. I never have to worry about relying on what's next and how much they're going to charge and if I can get one. Like Right, but you understand apart. my point, like, because I want, you know, little G wants to play games. You can still so use I- a controller. Yeah, but hooking it up and having cables go to my TV and shit. I mean, I don't know. I'm not that up on it. Maybe it would look like just like this. Yeah, I can't have that in my living room. I don't have any wires in my living Kristen, room. Kristen, the message of the story is that PCs are lame. I don't know. Get a system. If you play all the PlayStation, PC, Xbox. Add me on Discord. Let's play. <laughs> Anybody that I've ever talked to said PC is the way to go. It's just, yeah. I just, it's not the way to go for me. It's more uh, difficult, I feel like. Oh, I, I mean, if you're playing on keyboard, depending on the game, the keyboard's, yeah, the keyboard kind of sucks. Well, you have to have, like, the right graphics card. You have to have, like, the right, uh, like, computer that can modulate or what I don't know the words, but... Yeah, like the GP or the... That uh, you can actually CPU. get, like, play the game on. Because sometimes, like, you can buy a computer and then put a game in it and it runs like shit because the computer doesn't... Isn't built But you can built always upgrade to, that part. Yeah, but, like, you could just buy a PlayStation... Four or five, yeah, and it's in, already there for years, you. Let's say it's all there years, for you. The PS5, you're going to get a game, and you want to be able to play it on the PS5. Like the new the new Xbox they're coming out with. There's a, I think it's called, was it like Bloodborne or something? I forget what the game is, but it looks so cool. And, of course, it's only coming out on, like, the newer Xbox. Well, if you get a PlayStation 5, you can also play PlayStation 4 games on the PlayStation 5. That's cool. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, that's what I was getting to. So I was looking at, you know, because I'm a tightwad. I don't like to spend money. A tight one? Tightwad. He's got money for Best Buy. I don't want him to fool you. You heard him. Just because I can afford it (laughs) doesn't... He's throwing around cash all the time. Well, yeah. You want a $20 bill? You want a $5 bill? Here you go. Without, Without even trying, I spend stupid money. Yeah, you know, like like I was explaining to my wife, she goes, "Oh, you got any money towards groceries?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll, I, you know, I can slip you a few bucks." But here's a list of what I just paid: eighteen hundred dollars insurance bill, boom, five hundred dollars for have heating, uh, just a hundred gallons of heating oil delivered to my house. Jesus, three hundred dollars for the light bill. Jeez, two fifty for the cable bill. And now these are just bills at my house. Three hundred dollar light bill. People need. You need. Oh yeah. They need an intervention. Ron, you should invent. You should invest in solar. You need those. That solar is <laughs> solar is a money losing proposition for me. Okay, really? so so why my why my light bill is so high is number one we're in the state of New Hampshire. Live for your die. We have the highest energy rates <laughs> probably in the country here. So, but I also have. A stepkid that lives down in my cellar, who I know he's crypto mining, oh. and and he's gaming twenty four seven. And and it's in the winter, so he has his electric heat on because I don't want him to be cold. And then, of course, my wife works from home, and she's got this massive computer set up with three screens. And then we leave the TV on for the dogs. Yeah, so we use a lot of power. You know what? Fuck it. Why are the dogs watching television? My dogs love love to watch uh, CNBC, the financial news. <laughs> oh, you got to put it on animal. You're planet. brainwashing your dogs, Ron. No, I'm trying to get some stock tips from them. <laughs> God, <they're... laughs> anyways, yeah, my dogs are spoiled. My dogs live better than most people. But anyways, so so and then not only that, but I, I but Ron's probably... dogs did. I don't know if they still do, but they had their own in ground pool. At his house. Well, it was an above ground pool. They still have it. <laughs> I know. I said in ground to make you sound more. Oh no. Richie. So so okay. So here's where more money's going. So, <laughs> but, but whose dogs need a pool? Mine. 
There's lakes all around, Ron. Yeah, but you've seen rivers, lakes. Okay, we have a place. We have a place on a pond, so I could take them there. But I don't know. It's just it's just easier to go out the door. So, so anyway, and I shouldn't say me. My family owns. But anyways, uh, so my wife tells me we're going to upgrade the pool. Because we have this big stock tank that I built a deck around with LED lights and AstroTurf. And I and I built a regular, like a soft pool pump into it. So it works like a regular pool. So now she wants to sell that. And then she buys a new 12 by 24 above ground pool. Where nice. we're going to go right off the deck into the pool. So this is why we had to do the deck over. Get a diving board. No. Get a water slide. No, water no. slide. No. Water slide. Get a water island slide. bar in the pool. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> Hire a full-time staff to wait the, the pool. So she's always in a bikini. So nothing can be just simple at my house. So we gotta get so we're gonna get this pool. And my wife likes, oh, it'll be a bigger pool for the dogs. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is a twelve by twenty-four pool. I'm getting in that thing. Right? <laughs> so but I mean it was a really good deal. We got it at Ocean State job lots. All you New Englanders, you know what that is. Oh yeah. So, anyways, uh so that's all fine and dandy. That's fine. But now we had to do like $600 worth of repairs to the deck, which we got done. And then we got the pool, which was not even two grand. It was about 1800 bucks. And then it's going to cost, I think, 600 to fill it. Because here you just have a water truck come and fill it up. He's filling it with blood. And, but now my wife's like, oh, and I want a patio. I want a patio over here. Fill it with pudding. With an outside fireplace. Pudding? Just fill it with beef broth. Which I'm totally okay beef with because I love being it's outside, right? So so then it went from just a pool to a pool and a patio. Now a pool with a patio with a fireplace. And... Well, you got to have a screen out there so you guys can have like a drive-in pool movie night. Well, so this is what I'm hearing. Is I'm that, already on that. This is what yeah. I'm hearing is that Ron's going to be throwing a lot of parties this summer. Yeah, yes. need like a little roof in case and it rains. And we're, we're invited. Where's the hot Everybody's tub? Everybody's invited. You need a hot tub so you can go out there year-round. If you need any help planning it, let me know. Oh, I might need some help when we're doing it. I can make some jungle juice. Yeah. Our friend of the show, Lori, she knows how to hardscape, so she's going to help us out. Yeah, let's get Lori in there, get some jungle juice, fill fill the pool up with beef broth. Oh, Jesus. Like Kristen said. Coleslaw. Coleslaw. Okay, so hold on. So now my wife special orders this really cool table, and it has three, uh, like, you know how when you go out to the bars, you get the beer buckets? Yes. Yeah, with like ice and bottles. Yeah. yeah. So this so this picnic table has all that stuff all built in. So it has these three things with a little cover. You fill it up with ice. You put your drinks in it. You cover it up at the picnic table. And it has these pull out shit, pull out uh, pull out bench. It's really cool. But anyways, of course. So now I come into it and I'm like, well, we're gonna have to build a tiki bar. Yeah. So I'm gonna build an outside tiki bar with all my bar stuff with a tv of course yeah and so we can sit out there and party i don't like to be inside i'm cooped up too much i like to be outside you gotta get that vitamin d so so then i'm thinking you know what else i'm gonna build an outside pizza oven so i gotta so i gotta do that yeah and then uh and then Kristen brought up movie night i'm already on that I'm gonna I'm gonna get a setup. Stripper pole, Ron. We need surround sound for scary movie nights. I'm gonna well, stripper pole. Well, we have these little Bose systems that work good for that. So, so we're gonna set up a remote screen, and I'm gonna buy a projector, 
You know, you can buy them, just hook it up to a PC. And we're going to have movie nights because Buckley's right. I do like to have a lot of parties at my house. I don't like to go out drinking. He never invites me, though. That's not true. Hey, that is not true. podcast without me, I heard. Or Kristen. So we could even do do the podcasting. <laughs> and then I have to build party a party podcast. Pool. Yeah. That would pool be sweet. Guess. And then I want to build this uh, like this, you know, it's just something with a roof on it to put my barbecue stuff under. Yeah. So this is going to end up being quite a project. That sounds so. more expensive than a house. Yeah, I mean, it better not be. <laughs> that sounds like gonna, a fifty. Well, what, what, what's really cool? Well, what's really cool is I have fifty grand. I don't know. No, 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 no. That's a lot of no, stuff. I think, no, no, not fifty no, grand. Not Building even close. a tiki bar. Yeah, but Kristen, you know I can do all this stuff myself, and I have well, friends I can help. Why did you build the picnic table? You bought the picnic table. My wife bought that. Well, she should have had someone build it. She did have it built. It's custom built. Oh. Cool. This isn't just go to fucking Lowe's and buy a picnic table. I thought she just. Oh no, I thought she just, no, it sounded like she was clicking buy and everything. What do you think Amazon. this is? Twenty. Anyways, <laughs> it's going to be a really cool setup, and I'm very excited to to do that. So nice. That's what I've been working on, and I had a bunch of having a bunch of trees cut down to make uh, change my driveway, make my driveway a little better. So it's been really busy. You have a really long driveway. Yeah. yeah. Super long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to admit my setup is pretty nice. It's off the road. Oh, yeah. You really can't see it. As soon as the leaves come into the trees, you won't be able to see it at all. So so it's really secluded. I like it. You should, put, I a, a, you should put a volleyball net up. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the pool. Lawn's big enough. In the pool. Uh, the lawn's big enough for that. Yeah, for I sure. know. Yeah. Or badminton or... Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> enough about my projects. <laughs> all I know is I don't like to go out, hang out in bars. I don't like to go out really to restaurants because... Not to toot my own horn, but if I go out to a restaurant, the food's never as good as what I can make at home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and not only that, but, you know, it's, it's you know, whatever I'm not spending out in bars, like, I can build this whole thing for. Because if I go, if me and my wife go out to dinner. It's expensive. Hey, if we go out to dinner, you, it's an automatic $100 bill. Like, automatic. Yeah. So if you do that once or twice a week or once a week at the end of the month, that's a lot of money. Most yeah, I went out this past week. weekend for brunch. We took um, my uh, my daughter's uh, grandparents out to brunch. So it was me, my girlfriend, my daughter, and grandparents, and the bill was crazy high. It must have been almost a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, it was like close to $200. Yeah, I it's think. crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, I, ju- I don't know. I could cook a lot of food for a couple hundred bucks. Like, like I could feed 10 people easily on 200 bucks and what's really cool is all our friends when they come to the house they all bring something so that's really neat but but people like to party at our house because it's out of the way uh it's just it's got i got a lot of parking lots of room for parking and uh it's just it's a cool setup everybody's comfortable there i like it so the potluck style is a good way to go when you're having a shindig Oh, yeah, everybody, like... Uh, Less somebody, work for the host, you know. Like, a big thing, we've talked about this before, and Buckley will agree with me, I love charcuterie. Oh, yeah. So, uh, my wife and one, our, and one of our other friends, uh, another couple we hang out with, actually, her husband's one of the guys that helps me do a lot of my stuff, helped me work on my uh, deck. Uh, they took a charcuterie class about a month ago, and I'm like, that's awesome. classes on that? Yeah. What do you, why do you need a class? I feel like I, I don't know. Cut up some cheese. They like to go do cut things. up some meats, get some nuts, whatever else, some vegetables, get some like some, some jams, some pickles, some, yeah. some dips, some sauces and just 
Throw it on a board. Yeah, you should see the charcuterie board. Don't even need forks. You just pick it with your hands. You should see the charcuterie board that my friend's son, who's a master woodworker, made for her. Oh, my God, it's yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like uh, laminated. You know, it's all different colored woods, and it's rosewood. Thing probably weighs 30 pounds. It's insane. But anyway, so but somebody will bring charcuterie. Somebody will bring, you know, a salad or a coleslaw. I'm a big coleslaw guy. Do you do BYOMB? Um, or do you do like yeah pretty yeah half and half yeah well half and half or do you go for kegs no we don't do kegs <sighs> no but I do do margarita machine oh that's sweet yeah yeah I like them slushy margaritas in the summer so anyways uh, maybe we'll do a couple podcasts from the uh, from the tiki because we'll be able to do that you'd we'll, have to get a whole new setup wouldn't you no I have a remote setup at home you do for podcasting oh I didn't know that oh yeah. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Like living yeah, I sit on my couch and get on other shows, like on the tavern when we go on the tavern. All right. Oh, I went on that not too yeah. long ago. Yeah. So anyway, that was fun. All right. Cool. So a lot going on out there in the world. Yeah. So and, maybe uh, we I don't should. Even uh, know, I don't even know where we're going to start. Well, so okay. Start? So a couple of days ago, my friend, um, he's pretty big on conspiracy theory stuff. He's he's uh, he just knows a lot about it. So he's not. Um, Does he listen to the show? He does a little bit. I don't, you know, I don't even know if my friends really listen to the show. I don't really care that much. I know my friends don't. But if they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. I might have one or two friends that listen to the show. I know he's listened to a couple of it, a couple episodes, but, you know, whatever. But he he's he's looked a lot into, like, all sorts of stuff that we talk about. So he knows. Um, so he sends me a text message probably a couple days ago, and he sends me this picture of... Uh, it's a, a postcard that he got in the mail, and it oh, says, the mailing, right? And yeah. it's and it says on the front of the postcard, it says the true story of QAnon it has a bunch of pictures of celebrities, and then on the back, there's some words, and I don't know if Ron or Kristen wants to pull up this picture, but I was just like, what? That's really weird. Okay, didn't really think much about it, um, and then a cut like a day or two later, when the mail comes on a Saturday, I get the same postcard. Um, so, oh, there it is. Hey, uh, so can I see it for a sec? No, this is my ticket. Right, you should have brought your own golden ticket. All right, Kristen, you got one of these? Yeah. Okay, so on the... Of course I did. So on the front, there's pictures of, let's see, we have Mel Gibson. Uh, we have Johnny Depp. We have... Jay-Z, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, Obama, Elon Musk, uh, Alex Jones, uh, Easy E, I think, Jeff Bezos. Uh, I know, there's a couple more. Donald Trump's on there. Uh, and then it says, the true story of QAnon. And there's a QR code on the front underneath that title. So we flip to the back. You guys good if I read this, or does anyone else want to read it? Kristen? Yeah, no, go for it. You want yeah. to read it? Yeah, no, you won. We won the draw on that. And, one. and listen, I'm going to put a link. I'm going to put. I'm going to post some pictures of this postcard on my Ron from New England and the Wicked Planet podcast page on Instagram, so you can take a look at it. And I'm also going to. Uh, you don't have to scan the QR code. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to uh, put that link to the document. That came with this, which is a fucking rambling document, in my opinion. Right. So this is what it says on the back. But I'm going to put that link in the show notes. All right. This is what it says. It says, uh, the lighting's weird. Hold on a sec. Sorry about that. It says, the true story of QAnon. I was a child victim of the cabal spoken of in QAnon. 
They invented the whole saga of QAnon and planned all news and entertainment events 20 years ago. They planned 9-11, the 7-7 bombing, which I think is the one in London, I think, underground bombs in London, the Ukraine war, and COVID-19, and they told me that the Luvox, Luvox? Luvox. That Luvox cures COVID-19. The munitia of every battle and every action by Zelensky and Putin were planned. They put a mind-reading device in me and tortured me and spied on me my whole life. On Good Friday, this world will end, possibly by nukes, or my world will end. Please read the truth at the below QR code. I will be hiding in Kansas. Please share this and email me at sub uh, uh, singular spied upon gmail.com so i know people are getting my postcard so this is what came in the mail i didn't scan the qr code um my friend did who originally sent me this um but i sent pictures of this to kristen and ron uh the day that i got it and i think we all went and found the document yes. that the QR code scans to, and we both read it. So we all read it. So I guess now we'll talk about that. My first uh, opinion of it was the document's all over the place. Yep. It's, uh, you know, it's all about cele- uh, this guy's um, experience being kind Abu- of abused, abused yeah. tortured, spied on, uh, being, I don't know if he's being held hostage with this guy. That he refers to as Kawang, Kau, no, Kawamung? Kalmunga. Kalmunga. No, which Kalmung. I looked up Kalmung. and it had something to do with a video game. Now, keep in mind... He probably you, changed the names or did something. Well, weird. I think maybe that's just his name for this person. Yeah. So, Kalmunga, I mean, it comes up, it's an ogre. Like a Shrek, like an ogre. Did you type but anyways, this goes, back, this goes back to 1993. Right. So, I'm thinking... That he's maybe pretty young back then. Well, I think I think in the document, I think a lot of it is at him as a child or a younger kid. So basically, he talks about all these strange encounters that he had with um, celebrities. celebrities. Yeah, and he he kind of like he kind of rambles uh, about each one. You know, Alex Jones, Taylor Swift, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, Zuckerberg, Donald Trump, Zuckerberg, and Jeff Bezos, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. What were you Gwyneth saying? Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth uh, Paltrow. Zuckerberg and Zuckerberg's dad. The other Zuckerberg. Right. He also talks about like uh, 9-11 a little bit, COVID and a bunch of different medicines uh, that are the cure for COVID and how they're all telling him about this stuff. Um before it happens. Yeah, way before. before it happens. So, yeah, yeah before so it happens, like yeah. predicting the future. Basically, that's all planned. So, I thought it was really hard to follow. I didn't read. I read pretty far down. And then I got to a certain point where I, I had this weird, like, uh, kind of paranoia where I was like, well, what if this is just some weird black magic shit? And, like, if you read the whole thing and you finish it, then you're, like, going to get cursed. So I did finish it. So and I did I it. I felt scared that I was going to get cursed. Right. Well, that's I, that's what I felt when I was reading it. So yeah. I was like, I intentionally didn't read the whole thing, but I read enough. And what do you think? I think it sounds like the ramblings of a madman. What gets me? <laughs> what gets me is a sentence structure is garbage. It's all over the place. Tons of typos. 
And it almost reminds me of when you get those emails from somebody or a weird text message from a number you don't recognize. Right. Or like on Instagram, I get all these DMs. Oh, hi, handsome. Where from? You know, they don't they don't like talk normal. I'm like, so was this made like in a foreign country where English is not their first language? It looked like it was the document itself was written on a typewriter. Because there were yeah. there was a spot where he had to put a black line through it because you can't erase on a typewriter and then you can't fix type typos on a typewriter either. Well, right. on a fancy typewriter you can, but but this like this guy doesn't seem like he has a fancy like typewriter. like on an IBM a light an IBM Selectrix or whatever you can back right up and go over it. But. So something that I had immediately was that the product doesn't match the product. If that makes sense, like if you look at this postcard, especially with the QR code. Um, and then it's linked to this online document. Like, this is a pretty well put together postcard. Do you know what I mean? What? And this was being mailed out mostly. What I found was in like New Hampshire and Massachusetts. So they probably spent a good amount of money yes. making this. And yes. then, so what? What I really thought was that, like, okay, maybe this is something serious. But then you get linked to this. What is it? A manifesto? It's not really a manifesto. Uh, what would you even call it? Uh, almost like a chronological account of what he experienced. Okay, so then... Going back all the way to 1993, right up to right. present day. Because right, so, he talks about January 6th in there, too. Right, So, but like it didn't match... Like the, that whole document didn't seem to fit the production value of this postcard, if, right. if that makes sense. No, it does. So now I have this weird suspicion that like... Can I have a look at that? Yeah. Uh, so now I'm kind of like thinking, well, hey, maybe this is being some like something that's being sent out to just kind of further propel like the psyop side of QAnon or Q, and all the um, you know kind of water down all the actual like stuff that could be true about like the elites and the celebrities, and they're kind of like sending this out there to furthermore hinder that side of things to make um, it look like people that believe in all this stuff we talk about like the satanism the child abuse the elites um and make it just look furthermore crazy do you know what i mean to throw people off yeah Yeah, to throw people off to say uh just let me try to understand what buckley is saying so so they're sending this out so everybody looks at the and listen there's a lot of hubbub about this on reddit Oh yeah. There's a on Twitter. Just on local Facebook pages. Fa- yeah, Facebook pages because a lot of people in New Hampshire got this, and we're hearing people uh, even in Boston, right? So the return address is on uh, Portsmouth. Ports- the return address is Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It's a PO box, right? So, but they picked it up on Boston News, didn't they? Did you yeah. guys? Yeah, uh, they in, did. In our local, and our local news picked up on it too. But it's even I was on Twitter. WMUR. Yeah, so I was on Twitter. Uh, and I follow this guy that used to work for New Hampshire Public Radio, and he did a post about it, kind of quizzing people about it. Uh, but but this very well could be. Oh, this this is craziness. These aren't pedophiles, right? When you look none at, of this shit happened. This is all. This is this QAnon shit's fun, right? Crazy. And when you look at when you read up the when you read up uh, read up when you read the articles that the local news channels are um, writing about this. You know, they use that language, the same language, and as well as the videos you'll find of news stations covering covering this. They use that, like, crazy, unfounded conspiracy language. Right. Reptilians, worship, uh, Satan-worshipping cabal, um, unfounded 
uh, unsubstantiated. Right. So they use that that language that uh, you saw with uh, the whole QAnon stuff during like the the elections and the insurrection January sixth. It's like that same style. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was really odd when Buckley had sent that to me. Uh, and, and to be honest, I haven't checked my mail in a week. I have a very, very bad relationship with mail. It gives me anxiety. I don't like mail. Because bills are coming. Well, I, everything's paperless and the fuckers still send me shit in the mail. Uh, but anyways, uh, so it's probably, I probably almost guarantee you I have one in my mailbox. Yeah, but but I'm saying, what do you think it caught? I mean, this is probably, what's that size? That's probably eight by five, right? Yeah, a million. Easy. I mean, what would it cost to mail this out? And pull all the research for all the addresses to mail it to. Well, they had to buy that. Yeah. They had to buy those addresses. And it could have been sent to just conservatives, possibly. Or maybe people that were independents on the voting list. Because I don't think so. It, co- state- it costs a lot of money to do that. Oh, big time. And I'll tell you what. I the- know that. The state of New Hampshire will sell your information. Don't let them tell you any different because I had registered a new company a couple years ago and within a month I was getting unsolicited mail from things that were associated with that particular business. And the only way they would have gotten that was from the state of New Hampshire Department of State. So Right. So So they had to buy that mailing list. And not only from New Hampshire, they had to buy a mailing list from Mass. Right. So, I mean, I guess, what do we think it is? Do we think it's, like, fake? Do we think it's a PSYOP trying to pull people into thinking all this stuff that Q and QAnon are putting out is just craziness and trying to link it to that? I mean, again, again, uh, we don't know that. You know, we don't know the answer to that because because it's like, uh, and listen, if any of you listeners out there got one of these, uh, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Uh, let us know where you're at because we don't know if this went to other parts of the country. I didn't we, find anything else. In, yeah, I haven't either. Like, yeah. uh, like uh, out west or down south. It was mostly anything I saw was Boston, New Hampshire. Not, yeah. not to say that it didn't, but that's just all I found. I think. Well, we have a lot of listeners all over the country. So uh, if anybody else got this, just DM us real quick and just let us know. Uh, and let us know what you think about it. But, I mean, some of the theories on Reddit about it. I mean, this guy talks about uh, how they how they were going to say hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. They were going to downplay that. He listed out, like, three different medications that would cure it. And wasn't one of them an antidepressant, Kristen? You Only looked that up. Only one would cure it, apparently. And it's the Luvox, which is fluoxamine. That's the... And it's an anti-inflammatory or something? Fluoxamine. It's an antidepressant, but it cause, it has anti-inflammatory properties. So I guess that's and, apparently and he, the cure. And he talks about how dogs can sense COVID. They can smell disease. They can smell disease on you. The COVID. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, he talks a lot about being abused as a child. uh, Well, well. they talked about Frazzle Drip and Comet Pizza. They did, which Frazzle Frazzle Drip is the face wearing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when you cut off somebody's face and wear it. Like Hillary Clinton did. Like in that movie uh, with Hannibal Lecter. Allegedly. Allegedly. But he he even talks about seeing a video that they showed him a video of Hillary Clinton doing something like I'll be that honest, on the dark but, web i did find the video apparently and i took a long time to get to a lot of link after link after link after link and i ended up on a video where i could hear 
what sounded like her voice, and I think it was um, what was the other guy's name that was supposed to be in the video? Was it Tony? Something was it? Oh no, Podesta. Yeah, John Podesta. Yeah, and if you listen to the video, you can clearly hear that that's his voice. It wasn't that. It was her name Uma Abedin? Uh, who's the guy from New York there? Wiener, Anthony Wiener. Oh, Anthony Wiener. Anthony Wiener's know, wife. But yeah. on that video, the screams that you hear from the girl being tortured, like I, the, the, you can't, you can't make those screams up. You cannot. Yeah, Kristen likes to venture onto the dark web, which Godspeed, Kristen. Godspeed. If that's a good thing, but no. But to get back, you don't to, want to know what I watch. To get to, so. I mean, among other things, he talks about being abused. He talks about like put them putting mind reading chips in, in inside of him, yep. spying on him constantly, as well as like his handler or that catamung guy, um, you know, telling him to do certain things that were like kind of abusive towards these celebrities. Like he wanted him. He, so this Kawamunga wanted him to say abusive things to celebrities. Yeah, like uh, like calling them racial slurs or yeah. like telling Jeff Bezos that he's a bald fuck um, and a bunch of other stuff. Telling Gwyneth Paltrow that he was going to kidnap her. Right. Which then Brad Pitt threatened his life. (laughs) So what I'm saying, okay, how old was this person at the time? Let's just, let's just take, just say it's real. Right. Which I highly fucking doubt, but say it is right. How old do you think this person was at the time? And who do we think this person is? Now, is, is this person somebody? Because did you read the part where they changed his birthday on his birth certificate? Yeah. And, and they didn't want him to know when his birthday was. Yeah. And they were basically just erasing his identity. Yeah. Now, who is this person today? Because if you see the list of people that he interacted with, allegedly, of course, these are all A-list people. Right to yeah. his house, though. So I think at his house, and here's the other thing: well, whose house was it? He well, he says it's his. Well, towards the middle of if the he document, was human traffic. He talks about well, he could be, but he talks about and we talked in my kitchen or in the kitchen. Right. How many of them conversations happened in the kitchen? Did you notice that? That was a common thread. I mean, I mean, I hope this is not black magic. And now that we've read it, this is why my mixer is missing and my phone doesn't. That's work why right. I didn't read the whole thing. Well, I would assume that the kitchen's probably where all the celebrities hover around an island table and do cocaine together, probably, right? Well, that could... Oh, and then he talked about cocaine. Oh, because I know there's a lot of cocaine at these parties. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. So let's just say... Okay, so you asked how old do I think he was. So I'm going to say probably when he... Because kids are most impressionable in... Impressionable. Impressionable. There's another hard word. Uh, I think between it's like between one and seven or something like that, where they're kind of like in this trance and they can also be like put into a trance. And that's where you see a lot of the targeted kids in like MK Ultra. That's when they 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 suffer the most abuse to become brainwashed, essentially. And, and the grooming, which we're going to touch on after this. Right. So let's say he's a, somewhere between one to seven, but he can remember it fairly well. So we're going to say he's probably on the older side, right? I and then it's like 7 to 15 or something. Well, well then I was going to say because they, he talks about changing his age. Like they were changing his age, so that would probably put him at an older age. Um so I'm thinking he was probably around 10 or 11. Right. So here's the thing. 
when you're reading this and you read people's comments and they're uh, you're like, oh, this guy's schizophrenic. He has mental illness. Um, blah 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 blah. Yeah, he's a deranged man. So this is where we get into the hold whole. On. Hold on. Did you see where it was posted and they had comments about it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was it on Reddit? Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people are like, he has mental illness. We feel bad for this guy. He's, you know, he's just a guy with schizophrenia, has money and did this and whatever. So now we're at this point where we're going to sort of go into the, the dark side of like the the satanic stuff where you're brainwashing, you're torturing and you're mind controlling young children. Um, and something that comes out of this age range where this happens from one to seven, um, you know, they torture children, they put them into a state of dissonance and then that's how they are easily controlled. Um, and then we also see if you go and you look up certain people that have escaped like satanic cults or have gone out of this stuff, um, they they suffer who have they've gone through this torture these these rituals what sexual abuse sodomy uh, brainwashing techniques and you, and you can watch these interviews of these people and they suffer from uh, extreme uh, dissociation to reality and uh, person split personality disorders so they'll have I saw I watched this one woman she had probably oh over 10 different personalities or Ooh. characters that she would be. So now you take so this, eight more than a normal woman, right? <laughs> so now you take this right. And you apply it to the writing and how like kind of all over the place it is and blah, 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 blah. Well, let's say he actually is a survivor of this. Then it wouldn't be uncommon for him to be suffering some mental illness. And when he's, you know, attributing past experiences to his now disassociated and, um, you know, all these uh, personal uh, personality disorders. Well, it would make sense that his writing is all over the place, hard to follow, and probably sounds like the ramblings of a bad man. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and that's just how, and I mean, it's, it's, it was just how it was a tough document to read because yeah. I read a lot. And when you're in all you readers, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about while you're reading a very well written book or anything like that document you get into this uh, cadence you get into a flow and you can just just whack them pages down one flow right of consciousness them. this is not like that but he talks about how he you know he would that he would talk about all these instances that would happen and then he he'd be like the next thing i know i woke up and my like he was somewhere else and he didn't remember how he got there and they would make him they a lot of the uh scenarios too they were making him drink soda like one of the tortures they would make yeah. him go on these long 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 walks and just only he could drink soda but they even on the car rides to i think like taylor swift's house or when they pulled up and saw taylor swift like they were making him drink soda then too so it's like well what what's in that soda i want to know yeah well exactly was it because Ruby's? of the uh, the high sugar content possibly lsd yeah, could have been could be. Yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah. I mean, MK Ultra stuff, even like the CIA documents that were released, you know, that you can find, they mentioned how they used LSD, uh, would give it to people and then would implement brainwashing techniques on them. So maybe. Yeah. And I mean, it's easy enough with the gateway experience to just play a vibration and mind control somebody that way. I mean, for people that know what they're doing. How do you know we're not being mind controlled just by reading that freaking document? Like what right. Buckley says, you might be onto something there. 
Yeah, well, but but I mean, but I mean, it could be just a whole other psyop where they want you because you know everybody beats up on QAnon. I'm not a big believer in QAnon like at all. Uh, like Sean, anonymous Sean has brought up several times. Q, yes, yeah, and QAnon is two different things, right? Q and, uh, and, and they both could all be psyops. I mean, obviously, like QAnon appeared like kind of when the craziness started to appear around. Yeah, like you got to admit, a lot of Donald people, Trump and stuff. A lot of people jumped on the Q train for sure. Yeah, and Sean yeah. Sean says Q like he's been following Q for a little while, hasn't he? Long time, actually. yeah. So yeah. it's ever that, since ever since it came out. Right. He, he's right on top of stuff when it comes out. So I just think, I don't know, if it's real and this guy did go through something like that, then obviously that's fucked up. And, you know, the language of the the writing, you know, you can see those mental illnesses coming through if that's what is really going on. Um, but there's a, a bigger part of me thinks it's a psyop kind of just to fuck with the, the QAnon uh, or the real stuff that's in QAnon. But then, like, the thing that's really confusing me is the postcard. Right. And that document, because the postcard does not match the document. They spent a lot of money on this postcard. Right. And the document is just, it's rambling. It's well, rambling. Well, I think right. the real document is when you decrypt what's down below. Yeah, Which there is I a sec- there is a section, a series of numbers and symbols. Well, right? So yeah, PGP tell us message. about like what uh, is that? So I mean, I don't know much about PGP. I know how to code like like HTML and C sharp and Java and things like that. But when it comes to PGP, I've never really learned that. So I mean, I could still take the time and try to learn it. I, it's just it was all this series of code at the end. But right before that series of code, he talks about how this is. The end of the document, the original document file is called QAnon Truth dot text. Everything after this period um, is a key or something like that. And then he says, like, there should never be more than two space bars. There will not be any tabs. So obviously that's when you're t- when you're coding, you're typing. So tab would be enter. So obviously you're not supposed to tab to the next line when you're typing it in to decode it. So you'd have to, like, probably shift enter. I don't know. So I was trying to decode it. But the thing is, is like that document that it scans, you can't copy and paste. So you have to actually type everything like I little lowercase I capital M Q B and then seven E E. And like, it's just, it was like probably, I don't know, 50 lines in that first PGP message. And then after that, after that, it goes into like a public key. And I was thinking, okay, maybe that one will be easier, but I still couldn't get it. I don't know enough about PGP coding, and I kept getting error messages when I would try to code it and decrypt it. So if anyone's got a good Tips. program or you know how to do that, then I just do it. Yeah, I, but yeah. <laughs> but I, I really felt like everything that was worth reading would be in that part that we can't decrypt. Well, yeah, because then there's like, Somebody else posted the document where all that stuff, the decoded part, is like in Chinese or Mandarin. But yeah, you yeah, but said they, that. It was That's Chinese because I tried to translate that, but that was all because they used one of those OTC OCT readers or whatever. It's just a camera that like you read a book and it converts it to text. I mean, a part of me just feels like this was sent out to get people like going down some rabbit hole and trying to figure out what it is, just to completely throw people derail people and get them off track 
yeah, of anything that's like true. I, I think Buckley's right. I think Buckley's a hundred percent right there. Yeah. Uh Kristen too, because I think what this is is uh I think it's just a psyop. I think what it is is they want you to again, obviously, let's just say QAnon is real, which I don't think it is, but let's just say QAnon is a real deal. Uh they sent this out so that people would look at it and say, oh, what is this stupid stuff? Because there was a lot of comments on that Twitter post where they're like, oh, yeah, I just took mine and threw it in a dump or whatever. You know, uh, people mm-hmm. don't even, you know, their minds aren't open to certain things. And I get it. That's fine. But uh, but say say uh, that this is a psyop to discredit this. It's going to make, if QAnon or Q is real, if it ever comes out as being legit, you're now going to have this faction of the population because I don't know, that's a bunch of bullshit. They're yeah, going to believe it. Right. And it's almost like this was put out by some elitist because this had to cost a million easy to do this mailing. Right. And, and to produce, just to have them printed. Okay. But what this whole basis of this is, it says, listen, all these people are dirty. They're pedophiles. They're satanic. They're XYZ. You need to look into this. And then you got the other facts. You're like, oh no, these people aren't. What are you? What are you nuts? No, come on, this is horseshit. And, and I think this right, is where right. the whole because they want you to jump down a rabbit hole, which is something all of us on this panel do like constantly. But when you get down <laughs> into that rabbit hole, right? Maybe instead of you going off to the zig, they want you to go off to the zag, and the zag leads to nowhere. Right. That's basically all this mailing could be. I just thought it was really interesting, really odd, what I like to call bizarre. And I thought it, because it's so fresh, I definitely wanted to touch on it uh, in tonight's episode. It'd so. be interesting to see where, like, what comes if you emailed the email address. Yeah, I wanted you to. <laughs> one thing I don't know I if anyone here is going to do that. but <laughs> So one thing I did just come up with is the Lubox, the uh, prescription that... They say and that he says is he was told is the COVID cure. I don't know if I ever got into it on this podcast, but it's one thing I really want to do an episode on sometime is the Mothers of Darkness Castle, which is um, in Belgium. And a lot of sick things go on there. People go missing. They never come back out. The people that it's the people that own that castle right now are the Solvay Pharmaceuticals. And they're the creators of Prozac. Guess what? They also create. Lubox. Oh, you touched on that before. Yeah, but the thing about this castle is, is like it go. It's been around for a long time. I forget who's fit, who it was initially built for. I want to say Vlad the Impaler, but it wasn't Vlad the Impaler. Um, but it's the same. It's the family that lives and the family that owns the castle is part of that same bloodline. And the the castle has only been passed down from bloodline to bloodline to bloodline. And this family, this bloodline, they created Prozac, which, in my opinion, from my experience, is the absolute like absolute devil good for you if it worked for you but it was terrible for me but they also make this Lubox antidepressant that's in this article so now i'm just like going down another another rabbit hole but i just i just thought of that like thinking of who owns yeah yeah that's real interesting. weird yeah, yeah real weird i just so, think it's real weird that the stuff was mailed to directly <laughs> yeah mean, instead of like a spam email instead of right. like a spam email right. right all right so anybody out there um i want to know if you got this card I'm going to uh, post a couple pictures of it on my IG accounts, and I'm going to try to put the link for the QR code in the show notes. I'm going to try to, 
might not work because uh, it, this you can't copy and paste this link, right? Or can you? You can type that link that's on the front. Yeah, back maybe I could just do it. That would be a pain in the ass. If you go to Reddit or if you just go to whatever Google or DuckDuckGo and type in QAnon postcard Reddit, you'll find it pretty easily. And then people post the document in there too. Yeah, yeah just click on that Imgur link. Yeah, yeah, you know what's really weird, Buckley, on that uh, excerpt that you had read earlier? You didn't touch on this part. It says, Russia to go to Moldova, question mark. Search Marburg Research, UTMB, world ends on 422.22 or 415.22. Now, why would he put the 415 second? Wouldn't it have made sense if you put the 415.22 or 4.22? None of it makes sense. I mean, just that right there doesn't make any sense. He probably thinks more so. He's probably got to narrow down to the 4.22, but he's like, well, this is the backup date. If if this is, you know, if people told him all these future things, maybe 4.22 is the date that he heard the most of, and then somebody randomly was like, no, it's That's coming up. Yeah. Right, but but Next what day. I what I find interesting is that they use he says search Marburg research. Remember back we were we've been hearing about this Marburg virus. Do you remember that? I don't. Do you oh, know? you don't? I, no, I don't. This is like like remember when the Spars documents were coming out when they were doing it was like almost like an event 201. It was a uh what's the word I'm looking for? A simulation. Okay. The Spars simulation that Johns Hopkins University put out. That's a huge document. It's online. I'm sure a lot of listeners are familiar with that. It's just basically another fucking part two of COVID. John Hopkins. <laughs> but they also animals. brought they also brought up this Marburg thing. Like Marburg okay. was going to be another virus that comes out of Europe. So I find that that's interesting that they this Marburg research. I think I mean that might be safe to look into. So anyways, it's just weird. He talks about stuff all the way back from, you know, when Zuckerberg was young, uh, all the way. Because in 1993, where was Mark Zuckerberg? He had to be a kid. Well, I mean, how old yeah. is he? Because I would have been two years old. So, Mark Zuckerberg. Anyways, any of you listeners, if you got this, please let us know. Uh, if you got any ideas on it, let us know. Uh, because we can revisit this at another time. Because it's going to be interesting what comes out about this over the next week or two. He was like nine years old at the time, Mark yeah. Zuckerberg in 1993. Yeah. yeah. And this Kawamunga guy was allegedly Zuckerberg's dad. Now, wasn't Zuckerberg's dad involved in CIA or something? I don't think it was his dad. Maybe not CIA, but he was involved in something. Right. Uh, Zuckerberg, again, another one of those rags to riches hoaxes. Uh, that we're going to be doing a whole show on. Now, it's going to be an entertaining one. But but anyways, uh, okay, so enough on the uh, QAnon uh, postcard. Uh, it's just really bizarre. Definitely wanted to talk about it. It'll be interesting to see what like other people in our podcasting circle have to say about it. <laughs> Well, I, I went out to our group our group chat that we have on Instagram, yeah, uh, and I asked in any of the other guys, and there's like you know ten other shows on there, and they're like, no, what is it? Huh. And, and these shows are like in New York and uh, Pennsylvania and things like that. So yeah, yeah, this might be just a uniquely New England thing. I mean, we don't know, but anyways, go check it out. Let us know what you think. But uh, so the other thing is, which is tied into. Kind of some of the stuff that this uh, that this postcard talks about, of course, is the pedophilia out of Hollywood, and, and what's the what's the big thing in the news uh, that we're hearing in the last week? How Disney just Disney's gone woke. 
uh, Governor DeSantis <laughs> down in Florida is like, okay, this is the this agenda is not going to work. This is the whole don't say gay thing, I guess they're calling it. Yeah. I'm not like 100% sure what that bill uh, that DeSantis passed is. Uh, the, I'm not sure of what the details are exactly. Well, I think it comes down to anti-grooming of the kids in school by their teachers. Right. So I know yeah. there's like... So it's like what you're not supposed to talk about, like your sexuality or your partner's sexuality or put. Uh, well, like, not when you're in elementary school. OK, well, well no, I, I yeah, that's, and, what, and I that's feel. what this is about. But yeah. that's like the specifics of the bill. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's basically now we you know, we probably we probably should have looked into it a little heavier. But <laughs> but uh, but but it's basically you can't be promoting any. Uh, and, and the don't say gay, like that's coming from the left. That's not coming. Yeah, that's from, what I thought. Yeah, that's coming from the uh, from the left on that. So what that is is wait. So it's making it sound a lot worse than it probably is. They're putting their spin on it, like it's homophobic. Right, what the so, bill is, but in actuality, it's not. So what DeSantis is doing, uh, just in my interpretation, is like okay, you will not be teaching or discussing these things. In school to your elementary students, yeah, and and I think and I think that's fine because because you said like like we're calling it grooming and you just said I know you deal with this stuff a lot uh, about how kids are very malleable at a certain age, right? So if you get them to think a certain way, you got them hooked for life. Well, it's also like the the whole thing with grooming too is um, so sex offenders will oftentimes groom children by giving them things that they like like candy or toys or you know video games video games or maybe like elden ring you know maybe in a corporation like disney where you know a whole uh their whole corporation is based around children and stuff um you know so children are drawn to disney and then they're uh you know putting all these other uh, ideas into Disney, like trans stuff or, or queer stuff. Um, so that's similar to what pedophiles do when they're trying to get a victim. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I th- I I'll th- give you candy so that you'll build, I'll build trust with you. And then, then eventually I can take advantage of you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that, and that's the whole thing and that's exactly right. So, so we know that kids, I mean, as a kid, I watched Disney. It was on once a week, right? It came on Sunday night. I was like, you watch Disney, you went to bed, and then you went to school the next day. So, so, but now, wasn't there... Now, I don't know if these were leaked video conferencing videos or whatever they were. Yeah. But didn't they have some higher-ups from Disney that were talking about how they wanted to promote this gay or queer agenda? I, I saw mean, a did, video that was basically, it was like a exec or CEO or someone... She is basically talking about how, like, they want to put the queer agenda into as much Disney stuff as they can. Like, any opportunity they get to push it. Right. Well, you remember, we've been seeing this for years. Of course, we've been hearing stories that Walt Disney was a freak, right? It, possibly a pedophile. Who knows? Nazi. Uh, 
Nazi, yeah, that's one of them. The other one is that he's part of the CIA, and and it was their way of, of breaking into the to the East Coast to do Disney World here because Disneyland is in California, Disney World is in Orlando. Well, so, the CIA helped Walt Disney purchase that land. That land was all purchased secretly. Yeah, by the CIA, yeah. they gave him money to purchase the land to build Disney World. Yeah, and when you look into like the mk ultra stuff like disney fits perfectly into that yeah you know and, that, and that's just really sad because what kid doesn't like disney i can't think of any really and i know some people's moms that are really into disney oh me too <laughs> and uh not mentioning any names but uh i like disney when we go to florida we always go to downtown disney of course we do it to drink because it's bar, 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 restaurant. It's a good time. Uh, but anyways, uh, so so yeah, this whole thing. But what else have we been hearing? Uh, like this one picture that's going around in the meme. It's going all over the internet where it shows Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. And it looks like she's holding his crank. Yeah, that stuff's yeah. like riddled throughout uh, Disney. And like this goes back to like when I was talking about like uh, Mockingbird and like Project Mockingbird. Or sorry, Operation Mockingbird or Mockingbird Media and like the CIA and MK Ultra and learning how to brainwash children or anybody really is this whole, you know, this one to seven range of children is when children are most easily um, affected and put into like a trance like state, like they're most influential and malleable. And what do we see in Disney? Throughout Disney, we see Mickey Mouse and the Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse looks like. She's holding his penis. We see in Ariel, uh, the sorry, the Little Mermaid. We see like the dildo penis on top on the front cover um, of the castle. We see the the guy officiating in the same movie. You know, the wedding at the end of the movie. His it looks like he has a, has a dick um, in the Lion King. You know, there's, oh, the smoke in the Lion a, King that says sex. There's the sex, and then there's also um, look at like uh, oh god, Cinderella. Like, it's, in my opinion, it's an introduction to black magic. All the different types of magic and stuff that happens. Because it's done subliminally. It's done subliminally. Yeah. And also, like, the cat's name in Cinderella is Lucifer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is Lucifer. So, like, go look into that stuff. And then also, uh, like, I mean, I like, look at friggin' Pinocchio. Like they, it's all about stealing these young boys. How his nose gets bigger, like an erect penis. Well, yeah, but that's like about. No, I mean, I'm being serious. I'm not joking. No, I know, yeah. but it's like about they they steal these boys. They take them to Pleasure Island, and then they don't. When they come back, they aren't boys anymore. Like, what is that? Does that ring any bells? What does that sound like to you? Like, huh? do you, do you Epstein? think it's because we've been indoctrinated <laughs> our whole lives to think, oh no, Disney, that's innocent. That's not. And they know that, so they can so they can put the using black magic and symbolism and all these things in, in uh, a subliminal subliminal messages, in to where you're only seeing them in your subconscious, right? Right. But did you ever see? And I never really checked to see if this was legit or not, but it looked legit. Way back when Mickey first came out, remember the real early cartoons of Mickey Mouse? And there's one, and I think Steamboat Willie. Well, that was the first one. But, th but this was one probably not too far after that one where he's working in a cheese factory and the cheese is, the cheese is coming down the assembly line, down the, what do you call it, the conveyor belt. 
and it's like just a block of cheese. And then you see Mickey grabs it, and it's like he's humping it, and now it has holes in it. Right. Have you ever seen that? I have seen that. Yeah. But like the whole Pleasure Island thing, like what does that remind you of? Yeah, Epstein's Island. It's Epstein's Island. And like I I can't take credit for this because I think Sam Tripoli talked about it. But like Geppetto. Geppetto. Pedo. Oh. Pedophilia. Yeah, I never put that together. And like there's also this whole thing of like where all these family members. Sorry, all these Disney movies, they have, you know, in the beginnings of the movies, a parent dies. So you're seeing children watch this and then a parent dies, you know, that's to a young child, that's exposing them to trauma at a very early age. And like you see that all same, the way back to Bambi, right? Oh, ba- uh, Bambi, Bambi's you know, mom, the Lion shot, King, right? um, you know, Fox and the Hound, same thing. Uh, and then so you have children being exposed at a very early age to trauma in this age range that we find. You know, that's been exposed in the CIA documents that were linked, uh, leaked about MK Ultra. Like, this is the range that they want to target, traumatize uh, children to, to make them most easily brainwashed. Um, so, and it's like the same thing with like the lockdowns in comparison. It's like separating you from your family. They want that in your head. They don't want families to be together. Together, because you're, you're weaker, you're more easily able to be exposed. So it's just Disney. I get it's all fun and family shit and happy rainbows, bunny rabbits, whatever. But like, there is that side of adult sexual themes, trauma that's in these movies, and they're not easily seen if you don't know about them. But once you start to learn about them or hear us talk about them, like, go back and watch these movies, even the newer ones. What's that fucking movie with uh, Mohana where they're in with The Rock? Uh, and that's like the islands. It's like the Hawaiian or movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Um, Moana, I think. Moana. They, on their sailboat, there's the pedophile squirrel. Huh. Their stuff is all throughout Dizzy. It's not easily seen because you don't know about it. But once you do know about it, go back and look for it. You'll see this stuff everywhere. Do you find yourself, both of you guys, do you find yourself going back and re-watching older movies or old Disney stuff and knowing what we know now, pick this shit up like immediately? That might be, be weird, but I watch Disney movies for comfort. <clears throat> <laughs> and I know all this stuff too, but when hey, I'm scared at night, it's real. Hey, here, well, here's what, look at, what. what is one of the biggest money-making franchises in Disney, Right. Pirates of the Caribbean. Who's the main star? Jay Depp. Johnny Depp. Who's on the cover of this QAnon postcard? Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. So, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I like Disney. But when you start, you know, because I've always heard the things about Walt Disney and we've all heard them. And then we heard, I mean, there is, you could do a show a week for a whole year just covering conspiracies on Disney, Walt Disney, and all this other stuff, right? Right. So, uh, when you are a kid watching it, well, this is this their way to maybe the beginning of the grooming? And this is and this is why it's coming out lately, where they got these meetings that have been you know all publicized now. 
Uh, you got all kinds of people calling to cancel Disney. All these people saying, oh, I'm going to drop my Disney Plus subscription. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Whatever. You know what? I think we're so deep into it and it's so big now. I really don't know what it's going to take to end it. I really don't. It's almost like they've been allowed to get so big. It's like the drug cartels. It's been allowed to get so big with so much corruption and so much money. It's just no way you're ever going to bring that back down. Well, the right. document, the QAnon document, talked about the cancel culture and how it's basically just a way for people to make... It's just so you think that you are you have a voice. You think that your voice matters, but it really doesn't. Right. right, because they can cancel you. Yeah, they can cancel you real quick. But now they're talking they want to cancel Disney. So, so we... It, 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 dude, that's not going to happen. Probably not. It's not going to happen. So, but uh, but but Buckley and I were talking uh, a little before the show, just how big Disney is, and and here's another example of it's too big to fail, because Disney control is a media giant. They control ABC, which is your ABC World News, right? Which is for regular television is ranked the top, right? Always has. Yeah. Uh, they own ESPN. So they have the sports locked up. They own, uh, Mar- I want to say it's Marvel. Because when you go on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, they own Marvel. Yeah, and it's. And, and it's, Star Wars. And, Pix- and Star Wars. And Pixar. And Lucasfilms. I mean, there is literally hundreds of companies that Disney owns or controls. Right. This is absolutely huge. And you, if you look at the newer stuff, it's all. Like, even the new Star Wars movies, the new Batman movie, it's all littered with all this woke ideology bullshit. Yeah. And, it's like, those new Star Wars movies, they're not even Star Wars. They're just some propaganda film put out there to try and, I don't know, you know indoctrinate. That's, what, that's really what's sad now when you want to sit down and watch a movie. You're like, oh, propaganda. Oh, predictive programming. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, just plain old horseshit. You know, that's why I like the weird ones like Black Mirror. Uh, the series Dark, that's on Netflix, which is German. Uh, a bunch of really, really cool stuff. But you have to go out to alter- alternative media to to find these things, right? Yeah. But, uh, hey, I uh, want to do a quick plug real quick for uh, uh, f- to uh, Zach Voorhees. <laughs> Zach, well, I just I was trying to figure out the best way to introduce him. Uh, Zach Voorhees is, was the original... Google whistleblower who oh, is he? who has agreed to come on the show so we got to get him on oh, but cool. but he just started this thing uh, against censorship and he used all his own money to do this nice. so uh, I want you folks to go out and he just talked about this on the latest episode of the Union of the Unwanted which uh, I was gonna try to get in on but I had uh, appointments with little G so so I so I couldn't make that. But anyways, uh, but they but Zach talked about this new this new website he's got. It's called Blast.video. Go online and check it out. He's he's invented this. Uh, it's called an aggregator, so you can go on Blast.video, and you can have every kind of content creation you could imagine in one spot. So that it doesn't ever get canceled and it doesn't get censored. 
It's a really cool setup. He's also got a donation link there. I'm going to actually donate to this cause. Uh, hey, because I don't want to interrupt, but I think Kristen's got to go. Oh. oh, yeah, I'm signing off for tonight, but I'll be back next week. All right, Kristen is leaving us. Uh, she said she did have to leave early tonight. She's got to go study some weird shit. Yep. Magic. Black magic. All right. Be nice to animals. You know the drill. <laughs> Do good we? night, Kristen. Thank you night. for coming See in. See you next week. Uh, so if you decide to show up. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Sure, sure you will. So uh, I also want to apologize if you're hearing a little bit of background noise. The furnace at the haunted garage kicked on. Uh, right. So where were we? Well, we were talking about Disney and the cancel culture and just how big Disney was, right? And yeah. something else, a, st- a statistic that I found online about Disney, right? A Disney employee has been arrested for any type of sex crime going every year going back all the way back to 2012. Every single year there's been been a Disney employee that has been arrested for some type of child trafficking, pedophilia, child abuse, whatever. And I want to say recently a top Disney executive was arrested on some type of sex crime. I mean... I'm having a hard time beating up on Disney, but this shit is legit. Right. And it just it just really it just really makes you wonder. It would be interesting sure. to see how many kids go missing in Disney like every year or have gone missing. Did you I mean, ever it's a big place, you know, and there's definitely underground tunnels that oh, go through yeah. Disney, so it's like how easy would it be to abduct children? And you know, I I had brought this up to like my family, I think, a while back. Or my brother, maybe, and he was just like, no, I don't think so. I think it's all, you know, when kids are being trafficked, it's all, like, either, like, foreign children or, like, kids at the border that are in cages, stuff like that. But I was like... Well, that could be. I'm sure it happens. Like, I mean, that whole, like, uh, what is it? The uh, Nexium cult? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a lot of their, which they got busted for human trafficking by a by a well known actress from the show Smallville. Right, it, she was part of it. She yeah, got arrested. Yeah, and wasn't that the one they branded the girls too? Right, but they all, yeah, they did, yeah. and they also found ties to like Epstein to Epstein as well as the orphanage schools in the Mexican like border area. So, and did they have something to do with the kids missing from Haiti as well? Not sure on that. But I yeah, I think there's a connection there. But yeah. whoever, uh, well, that's a different, well, I guess it's not different. We've talked about that lady before. She's now, she was in Haiti. I forget her fucking name, but she was in Haiti. She basically got arrested for trafficking children. Yeah, stealing little kids. In Haiti. And, and who came to her rescue? Hillary. I think it was Bill. Same difference. <laughs> same same animal. Yeah. Uh, and then she was instated as the head of the um, Amber Alert. Yeah, it's crazy. Th- so whoever, that lady. So it's just like crazy shit like that. But, I mean, the whole, s- this whole Disney thing, you know, it goes, it links into Hollywood. Which is like another thing we kind of wanted to talk about. Or that's kind of, I guess it's kind of in right now. It's being discussed heavily is like the whole satanic side um, of the elite actors and the whole, you know, propaganda behind these films that they make in Hollywood. And I know I've brought this up before. Um, 
the whole Hollywood thing. Holly weird, I call well, it. Well, Hollywood, but the whole Hollywood. And, oh, and the just, just the name Hollywood. Yes, that's right. right. So it's basically like you in back in the day, you have druids that used the Hollywood from tree. And I know I've talked that. I know I've talked about this before, so sorry if I'm repeating, but they essentially use a piece of Hollywood to channel, and terminology is important here, to channel uh, magic and energies. Um, and basically... You mean like a like a magic wand? Like a magic wand, yeah. yeah. So now we take that and we apply it to kind of Hollywood and how they have all these different mediums, right? Mediums of content, which channeling the druids would channel energy through Hollywoods through different mediums. And we apply that to television, which I've said before, tell a vision programming. You have all these different channels. And then when you go on to, you know, what is it? Uh, you, you know, you have Hulu, you have Netflix, all these different mediums. Um, that are directly putting all this content into your television. And, you know, you might not think they're having any influence on you, but the CIA <laughs> linked, uh, leaked documents of MKUltra and Project Mockingbird say differently. Yeah, you know, why I wanted to talk about Hollywood and Holly Weird, because we all know that a lot of this alleged pedophilia that comes out of Hollywood, and, and, and I say allegedly only just to cover my ass, uh, because I'm a firm believer that it's pretty legit. Uh, you know, it, it's all it's all based on this. And Sean kind of, I was hoping Sean was going to be able to come on the show tonight. Sean had a previous engagement, but he, he will be in next week. So Anonymous Sean will be joining us in the studio next nice. week. But, uh, and, and Kristen, apparently. So, so the whole, whole house, crew, the whole crew will be back together. Yeah. So uh, he was telling me about this system, right, of how. They will take some type. It, it, okay, so he's bringing it in the context of later days, like from YouTube influencers, people that have big YouTube numbers that make a ton of money on YouTube. And what they'll do is they'll select these people, bring them up, promote them, get them to this high, high place, and then they they try to blackmail them or something. And when they don't go along with the game, they crash them and they cancel them. And Sean has a term for that. And for the life of me, I can't remember what that is. But but, but the more I think about it, this seems to be like a, uh, and, and not just Hollywood in sports also. This seems to be like a, like a phenomenon that, that is current. And we're going to bring up one specific that everybody knows about. But but so so what they do like in Hollywood, just say um, the Disney kids, like all the Disney kids, right? Uh, let's just use uh, Hannah Montana for one example. Miley Ray Cyrus, she was Hannah Montana on them Disney programs. Wholesome girl, this and that. Of course, she's Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter, who was another rags to riches uh, story where he came from uh, Flatwoods, Kentucky which is actually not too far from where I was from, does this one hit, becomes huge, and then he falls off the map for a while. And then he slowly comes back through acting. But we're not talking about Billy Ray. We're talking about his daughter. So she does Hannah Montana. She's real young, right? She comes up through, 
Now look at her. She does. And I mean, I'm not taking anything away from her. She has a huge following, but she's got a good voice. Yeah, she does. And and she's not real rough to look at, which makes <laughs> me want to slap myself in the face when I remember her as Hannah Montana. But anyways, besides that, she does very risque. She dresses very risque. She has very questionable videos, a lot of satanic <laughs> stuff going on in her videos, a lot of sexualism going on in her videos. And then, and then this whole thing, this fight that she has with... Uh, and I get these two mixed up uh, because they're like identical twins. Uh, Mickey Minaj or uh, Cardi B. She's in this big beef with her. Been going on forever, which could be just theater, right? But I mean, just use her for an example. Look at all these kids that started out as Disney's kids. Uh, Christine- Mickey Mouse Club. Okay, that's what I meant. Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Where's she been lately? Uh, who's the big one? <laughs> oh, uh. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Whew, I was sweating yeah. there for a second. Yeah, Britney Spears. And and actually they talk Justin Timberlake. They talk about Britney Spears in this QAnon postcard in this in this code. Yeah. Uh, yep. How she knew she was gonna deal with this conservatism. Uh, uh what's the word? Conservatory. <sighs> Conservatorship, sorry. Yes. Yeah, conservatorship with her money, with her dad spending all her money or whatever. And who even and, knows if that's could Anything. be a total psyop. But yeah. I mean, this is just another example. So you have uh, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, who I don't really see any bad press about. I'm a fan of Justin Timberlake. i not a fan of, because that's not the kind of music I listen to, but he's a very, very good actor. Uh, so Christina Aguilera. And I mean, it's just hands full of them. Uh, another one, uh, uh, Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Another example. Little G watches this old TV show that she was on, and she acts like a fucking idiot in this show. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, she's this massive pop star right. that just comes out of nowhere. And is and 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 she one of her shows wasn't there like a mass shooting at one of her shows? Couldn't tell of, you. Yeah, there was a mass shooting at one of her shows I don't in really Europe. Know much about her? But I'm saying all this, all this kind of weird shit follows these performers. Right. And it's almost like, uh, well, who's the one that said, well, I made a deal with the devil and I'm going to go back on my deal. And all of a sudden they disappear off the map. So I th- I think there's a little bit of something to that. I, I think if you want to make it big in uh, any type of uh, performing arts, even sports in some cases, you have to make a deal with the devil, so to speak. And then they get you into this into this position, like like just take eyes wide shut for instance, right? They, they they get you into this into this cult society, and when you and when you realize that this is someplace that you don't want to be, and you want to escape from that, that's when your life is turned into a living hell, or you become a drug addict and you overdose, or you commit suicide like Kurt Cobain, or you hang. Okay, so yeah, so let's do this, Chris Cornell. Chesta Bennington, who who's uh, the DJ that da- uh, dated Taylor Swift? You got me. She oh, dated God. so many people. I forget his name. He was he was this DJ uh, who ended up dying. Uh, I think sometime around when Anthony Bourdain died as well. And I had heard rumors that they were like putting out um, this documentary about human trafficking. Okay, so that was Chris Cornell and Chesta Bennington. Okay, but who's there's a DJ? I'm pretty sure. No, I think you're right. I just don't know ah, who it is. But yeah. it, you go and you look at his that DJ guy's last uh, music video before he died. 
it was about human trafficking. And I'm sorry I don't remember the name of the DJ, but... Hold on one second. I just got to send a quick message. Um, so this is the intermission time. So just uh, go get a snack. Go get a drink. Maybe take a, a whiz. No, Text I'm your good. girlfriend I'm back. Oh, uh, I good. actually was texting my mom. Oh, okay. Because my mom comes first. So Over um, me? <laughs> well, over everything. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, yeah, so, so there's something definitely to this and which brings us to the other thing that I wanted to talk about when we touched on last week, everybody's probably fucking tired of hearing about it. The slap. Okay. So when that first happened, when Will Smith got up there and whether it was theater, whether it was planned, whether it was legit, uh, that all remains to be seen, but he gets up there, uh, Chris Rock. Tells a joke, which I don't think was off color, like at all. Uh, he, uh, Will Smith in the beginning is laughing at it. Then he looks over at Jada and Jada gives him this look of disgust. So now he's the big man. He's got to walk up and he's got, he's got to, he's got to show Chris Rock that you know, he's the man and slaps him, bitch slaps him up on stage. Chris Rock handled that very well, in my opinion. And what do we start seeing? Oh, that's, that's a, uh, a, hum- a humiliation ritual. Yeah. Uh, and that's some type of uh, sacrifice or whatever. But Will Smith goes on to get the Best Actor Academy Award right after that. And everybody's like, you know, giving him attention versus like, hey, Chris Rock, you all right? You know, what's up? This is this is horseshit. What the fuck? You know? So, so but now what are we seeing with Will Smith? Will Smith starting to be canceled. Production has ceased on several movies, right? A lot of his, like, whatever endorsement type of deals he had going, those were all getting canceled. He gained a lot of followers, though. He gained a lot of followers. Uh, He's getting sanctioned by the Academy. He resigned from the Academy. So is this something where maybe Will Smith has had enough or this old lady banging other people? I still say she's got some... (laughs) She's got some... uh, she got some weird juju going. Now, I talked about this, like Jada Jada Pinkett Smith. Like she's only been in a few movies that I know of. Actually, she was in uh, Nutty for Professor, which was absolutely hilarious movie. That whole series was hilarious. But she was in the first one with Eddie Murphy. And other than that, though, what has she really done? Right? I think I think she's like a satanic witch or or something like that, like a black witch or whatever. <laughs> because he looks at her. She gives him this, oh, I'm disgusted thing. And then this all happens. I mean, this is something, there's something deeper in in play here other than him losing his temper because I always thought that he was kind of a cool, calm, and collected guy. But then I start remembering the conspiracy theories that were out there and allegations against him that he was, and there was another artist that was younger that he swears up and down that Will Smith uh, sexually abused him when he was a kid. So I don't know. This this is weird. Is Will Will Smith maybe trying to get out of the cult? Maybe th- it's something they and do this, like. And this was something that he had to do to get out. To get out. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, just a theory. Just a theory. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's just. I just feel like you can't. We're at a point where you can't just not notice this stuff, and you have to start 
divulging it and and start to kind of crossing that psychological barrier of starting to accept this stuff because i mean even just like elijah wood came out and said that hollywood has a pedophile problem and you know if you really want a good what about the two Corys? the two Corys. yeah cory ham oh feldman or is it cory feldman I think I know what you're talking about. The two kids uh, that yes. all said that they were sexually yes. abused. Well, that's another perfect example. Um, so if you really want a good, a lot of the stuff we're talking about tonight, if you really want like a good, not too long documentary or something to watch about it, um, go go on YouTube. I believe it's still on YouTube and watch uh, Out of the Shadows because they do... Uh, the guy who made this documentary does a pretty good job of kind of tying in the Satanism, the pedophilia, um, as well as the, the programming of like Disney and mainstream media. Um, but essentially, you know, there's this, this guy, um, who was a, a stunt man, uh, very high up in the Hollywood, uh, movies, uh, doing stuntmans for all, stunts for all the big films, and he essentially what happens is he ends up injuring himself really badly, has to stop. He has to go into physical therapy. He um, and then eventually over a couple of years he becomes healed, but he's still having this pain in his pelvic area. So he goes to this pelvic floor specialist. And, you know, he starts going to her and she says, yep, yep, and helps him and blah, 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 and stuff like this. And then one random day she says, hey, and this is how he tells it. Hey, I see a lot of dark spirits around you. Can I pray for you? And he's like a, you know, big time. The, this is the guy who put out the documentary. Like, he's featured throughout it. And he's just kind of like, whatever. Like, I don't believe in any of that shit, but sure, you can pray for me. And so she prays for him. And then this keeps continuing to happen. And, you know, he, he, he eventually, over time, after she's prayed for him so many times, he asks her, like, do you really believe in all this spirituality crap and all this? And she's like, yeah, I do, because, you know, there's, like, darkness out there, essentially. And this is in Hollywood. Re remember that. And, he, and she says, you know, I'm one of the only... Uh, I'm one of the only pelvic, you know, floor specialists in all of Hollywood. So oftentimes I get young kids that go into these Hollywood houses and they're basically sodomized and their pelvic areas get destroyed. And then I'm the one that ends up having to fix them. And then from there, the documentary continues. And this uh, Hollywood stuntman, his mind, he's just like, his mind is blown, essentially. And he kind of derails from mainstream Hollywood and eventually starts doing all this research and reaching out and finds other people who have started to experience like a lot of the similar stories or certain things. And like, he even goes into talk about all the satanic artwork that's throughout these elite celebrities houses you know statues of lucifer uh, uh ritualistic blades um demons uh you know abusing children children abused that are being abused artwork of paintings of children that are just like 
disgusting stuff like that you don't really want to see but it's it's out there and and people are talking about it and it's something that people need to start to really to really grasp and then you know even he gets into the pizzagate stuff so if you if you want to kind of know more about that and how the media really put that off as like well completely unfounded there's nothing behind pizzagate like no it's not unfounded and nothing has been determined about that um you know the fact that all these emails are leaked and that they're constantly over and over. They're using code words: pizza, pizza. Obama spent sixty-five thousand uh, dollars to of taxpayers' money to uh, fly in hot dogs and pizza uh, for everybody. Oh, you want to go have a pizza for an hour? Oh, I found a pizza, 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 pizza. Pizza in law enforcement is a terminology that's used for pedophiles, for you know finding young for a certain type of young uh child that they want they use the word pizza so you know this stuff is out there and it really needs to start being examined i uh, i think i just let's just clarify what did you say the name of it was uh out of the shadows okay so just to clarify here uh, i just did a quick google search there's one that's called out of shadows from 2020 uh, directed by Mike Smith. I believe that's it. An expose, expose on how Hollywood and the mainstream production companies, blah, 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 blah. And then you go down further, and then it's a Out of the Shadows documentary that's on YouTube. That talks about, uh, lifts the veil on mainstream media and uh, Hollywood manipulates and controls the masses. I don't know if that's one and the same or if it's two different ones, because this one about outing pedophilia in uh, Hollywood would probably be very surprised if that's still on YouTube. Uh, so when you're doing your search on that, kind of try to find, because Buckley called it out of the shadows and there is an out of the shadows, but they're also calling it out of shadows. Um, yeah, I'm not sure yeah. exactly, but it will be, you'll know you have it if it's uh, about a stuntman or stuntmen, because that's one of the, that's like the main uh, guy who speaks in it, and I think even helped produce it. But yeah, interesting. It's going to be on my to watch list in the next few days. Yeah, because, and it's it's yeah. not like super long. It's like an hour and twenty or something like that. So it's it does talk about a lot of difficult subjects, and it also talks about a lot of hard to like hard to believe subjects. But well, that's the whole thing about entertainment and sports, and because we've just always been led to believe our whole life that this is wholesome. It's entertainment. Just watch it. Enjoy it. Da, 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 da. And then when you start learning what we've been learning, it just, it just kind of blows your mind. And it, it just makes you feel different about the whole thing. And, and it also, and I remember when IFC came out, I'm a big movies guy, IFC independent, uh, independent film channel, because these were films allegedly that they couldn't, they couldn't market through Hollywood. So you have these big Hollywood studios that can just make you or break you by just saying, nah, we're not doing that. You know, we're not going to do that. That that touches on something that we don't want to go there. And that's why Hollywood gives you the same movie rebranded over and over and over. How many fucking Marvel and DC comic movies do we have to see? How many Batman movies are there? 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's just insane. I mean, they just play the same shit. Oh, this is a different, this is the same movie, uh, same movie, different production. I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And, and the stuff that we talk about, actually, a lot of the stuff we talk about on this podcast is in all these movies. Yeah. Sometimes they're storylines of movies. Tons of predictive programming. And that's why I say when I start watching things now, uh, I really, I watch things way differently. And I bet a lot of listeners to do. And just like, what do they say? Oh, the Matrix series. Uh, that's a documentary. That's not a movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I mean, to this day, I have not even seen one Matrix movie, which which I guess that's part of my homework assignment, too. But yeah, it's definitely like, the first one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Definitely some weird shit coming out of Hollywood and entertainment and uh, in sports. In my opinion, I think there's a lot of kind of shady shit that goes on there too. Yeah, they really push the woke and cultural Marxism stuff. Yeah, you know, oh, big time. Uh, and then not only that, but with the whole vaccine thing, right? Well, vaccine as well as like, I think in cities, humic like around Super Bowl time, like the human trafficking, huge spikes. Lots and lots of uh, human, tra- or let's just say, sexual crime arrests during Super Bowl week. Yeah, yeah which is freaking you know, whatever. It is what it is. But just hopefully somebody puts an end to this. Hey, listen, we said this before. Over eight hundred thousand people go missing every year in the United States. To me, that's a highly unacceptable number, right? And where's all these little kids? Did you see the report with this? They found this one girl. Uh, on the border that they were trying to smuggle in and she had been raped by like 14 different guys. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. You know, we all need to band together and really work to try to end this, to end this bullshit. I, I'm, I'm a big anti child Well, I think everybody would be right. Anti-child trafficker or whatever, but it's not just that. It's just even these girls that are put into prostitution, like, like, like they're kidnapped or they're, or they're, uh, tricked by a pimp or they're jacked up on drugs or whatever and they're forced to do this you know and it's just it's just really a sad thing i mean we always like to joke oh what are you gonna do with a bunch of money oh i'm gonna hire hookers and cocaine and buy a bunch of cocaine you know come on really now you now you now you're uh you're adding into the two biggest money-making businesses in the world, which is human trafficking and drug trafficking, right? So so def- definitely something going on with that. But uh, but anyways, uh, let us know what you think on that. Kind of interested to know what people think. I know a lot of people, it's kind of a taboo subject. They don't like to talk about that. Uh, I don't have a problem talking about it. It's just like everything else we talk about on this show. We want to get the information out there, open some people's eyes that maybe weren't aware of what was going on. Yeah. Uh, but just, uh, just, uh, let's all work together and try to do something about this. Uh, there's a bunch of anti, uh, child trafficking, uh, webs, uh, websites, but pages on Instagram, go join those, uh, help them out, do whatever. I belong to a few of them actually. But, uh, so anyway, so, uh, we'll revisit this another time, but, but what else was really funny in the news in the last few days? Biden, the mass exodus from the white house. We see Saki Saki. Five <laughs> dollar. She, she's leaving. She's going to have her own show on MSNBC, which is all obviously ultra liberal uh, uh, news agency where they just beat up on conservatives. They should name it Circle Back. Yeah. Oh, it should be <laughs> Circle Back with Jen Saki Saki. <laughs> and uh, so, so she's leaving. Only a five dollar subscription. Online. Kamala Harris's uh, chief of staff. He's leaving. Who? He, uh, Kamala Cameltoe Harris. Oh, Cameltoe Harris. I don't yeah. always get those mixed up. Yeah. Uh, he's leaving. Uh, I guess her top chief of staff says she's a bit of a bully. 
and I think she could be being a bully because she's frustrated because she knows she's she's out of her realm right now. Well, Ron, she's the not passage... smart enough to be vice president. She was chose because she was a woman of color. Uh, be it, we don't know what color that is because you know she went from being African American to Jamaican to Indian Native to whatever. American. You know, and it is it is what it is. I mean, I don't care what color you are. I just I don't care. I just don't care. Ron, the passage of time, though. But the passage, the significance of time. Sorry, the significant passage of hey, time. Buckley, did you know Super that important. Ukraine is a country that's a big country and it's next to Russia, which is a bigger country? What? I doubt very seriously she's going to be teaching uh, geography anytime soon. <laughs> Anyways, uh, now we're hearing a lot of rumors that uh, they're looking for a way to out themselves, get rid of Biden. Uh, I think enough has come out that he's just not fit for the job. Did you see uh, Barack Obama showed up at the White House for a 11 year, 11th year anniversary of the 12 Affordable Cares Act? It's the 12th year. Oh, I thought I said 11. I mean, semantics. But no, I did see that. It's actually pretty funny. Well, it is because it a funny he, video. he's in it and everybody's like all over Barack Obama. Because we know Barack Obama is in his third term right now, right? So, so and Joe is just his front man, you know, in the Chinese, of course. So, so, uh, so Biden's walking around. Everybody's like all over Obama. Like he's the star of the day. And Joe Biden's walking around like, oh, what do I do? He's what, in what the back. He's looking around. He's like, he's fucking lost because he's lost anyways. He tries to talk to Obama and Obama completely ignores him. Hey, do you remember that quote? I said this before on another show or maybe on this one. Obama, uh, they got him on a hot mic once and he said, hey, never underestimate Joe's ability to fuck things up. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah. Come so, on, man. Come on. That's not man. cool, Jack. Man, let me tell you a story about corn pop, man. Corn pop. So, so anyways, uh, so don't really know how we're going to make out there if if they get rid of Biden. Again, this was my theory before why they why Pelosi even brought up the 25th Amendment was to relieve a president of his duties uh, because he wasn't able to perform his duties. So who are we going to be stuck with after that? Kamala Harris. I think they're trying to figure out a way to bring Barack Obama back. Yeah. Some way or another, which would mean that Pelosi would have to resign. Do you think Biden's trying to get out of the limelight for in case like the Hunter the Hunter Biden laptop stuff really comes out? Okay, so here's the other thing, right? Do you think maybe- I'm actually I'm actually uh, a friend of mine just let me borrow the book that they wrote. It's called The Laptop from Hell. It's about Hunter Hunter Biden's laptop. So so now we're hearing that he got subpoenaed. Well, there was going to be a subpoena for Hunter Biden to uh, go in front of either Congress or Senate. Uh, for a hearing and the Democrats are doing everything in their power to stop that from happening. Uh, The person that actually uh, exposed his laptop, he allegedly has left the country because he's scared for his life. He's got 80, what do you say? 80,000 pictures and documents or whatever that was exposed. Hunter's laptop. Now the FBI comes out and said, well, we don't know where that is. Well, you can bet your ass if they were investigating me, they'd know where all my shit is. But Hunter Biden stuff miraculously disappears. It's with Listen, Epstein. This laptop has got to be the holy grail to bring this whole house of cards down. We, as American citizens, have a right to know what's on that laptop. We want to know what's going on. We want the truth. And I think all this shit 
is going to come together and at one time and be one big, huge master clusterfuck. And this is why we're getting all these distractions. Oh, yeah. Pay attention to Ukraine. Oh, COVID, uh, whatever new variants coming out. Oh, man. Now, again, the push to vaccinate the little kids. The slap. So, I mean, all these things go on. People, just don't to put your blinders on. Look straight forward. I haven't heard about Ukraine in a while. Yeah, it's kind of been off the map a little bit. Well, <laughs> well, it hasn't. It hasn't. But what are we hearing about conspiracy theories out of there? Oh, the Russians are killing people and just leaving them in the street. And then we're hearing from whistleblowers saying that, yeah, no, those people were already dead. They just dragged them over here and they put them there and they were killed by Ukrainians. I don't know, a lot of fuckery going on over there, too. I do not know what to believe there. Yeah. I was into it for a while because I, you know, I felt bad for the Ukrainian people. But then we're learning X, Y, Z, A, B, C. That shit's all, again, it's right back to where we are with this QAnon thing, right? Is it a PSYOP? Is it real? What? They just had an aerial view of some massive long trench that they're using for mass graves. They're throwing people in garbage bags and throwing them in the ground. I don't know. This is one huge fucking mess. Look for commonalities and things. Yeah. For real. Like even like the whole satanic pedophilia shit in uh, Hollywood and mainstream media. Just look for commonalities. I mean, some, you know, uh, some of the more common ones, I guess, would be like the Illuminati Triangle. You see celebrities do in front of their face. Or the OK symbol on their eye. The double OK symbols. Yeah. Or the black left eye. So they'll do like the two. You know that game where you like hold it below your waist and you look at it, you get to punch someone. So they'll hold punch buggy. Yeah. They'll hold like two of those symbols up and it's like the six, six, six symbol represent the devil. They'll cover, they'll cover one eye. It's all seeing eye. Like this stuff is everywhere. So learn about it and you'll start to see it. Yeah, and if anybody's got any questions about that or you want to reach out to us, you want to tell us about a weird experience maybe you had, we can keep you completely anonymous. If you're a victim of any type of abuse like that, reach out to us. Right. We would like to tell you a story. We will keep you anonymous. I guarantee you that. Uh, I think that's something that I would like to I would like to do. I'd like to have some people share their bad experiences with us. I mean, maybe we can help you in some way or form. Uh, definitely be willing to do that. Uh, reach out to us at the Wicked Planet Podcast at gmail.com. We will be changing our email as soon as the studio is redone and we find our mysterious missing mixer. The mysterious missing mixer. Uh, and uh, we get the new computer set up and everything's all done. We're going to be bringing the show to the next level. Uh, we hope everybody's looking forward to that. Uh, shout out to everybody that uh, sent some money to the tip show this last week. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, we gotten a few of them, so we're getting up there. I mean, uh, hey, like we said before, every dollar helps. We certainly appreciate it. And uh, right now, we're not too far from my first payment on all the all the new equipment for the studio, which I don't have. Uh, first payments coming up in another week, uh, and I still don't have the equipment. So, everybody out there, say a little prayer for the wicked planet. Send good say, vibes. <laughs> send good vibes. So our, our vibes are so off. Shit will show up. <laughs> our vibes uh, are off. Yeah, uh, and maybe, maybe this weekend we might get together and do a little bit of work up here. Uh, time is short. Everybody's got busy lives. We're into spring now in New England, which means it's basically winter 2.0. Uh, hot one day, cold the next. It is what it is. It's New England. This is how things work here. But uh, it's going to be just like a switch. It's going to be 50-50-50, and then it's going to be 90. It's going to be 90 for like a month. So anyways, I can't wait for some sun, God oh damn my God, it. Yeah. Some warm weather. Yeah, you know, uh, I've been in a lot of pain lately, as you know. 
And but I was outside in the sun, working outside. Uh, even here, at the beginning of the week, it was beautiful out. A little windy, a little cool, but extremely sunny. I felt like a million bucks, like I didn't hurt at all. I wonder if that's the key. But anyways, probably. Listen, everybody, uh, we're gonna call it. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, getting on to the next thing. Next week, it looks like the whole crew is going to be in the studio. Be looking forward to that. Again, thank you for your support. Thank you for the tips. Thank you for hitting the follow button on uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. That actually helps us out big time because uh, I know now just we choose just like a test search and we just start punching in and then our show shows right up. So really appreciate that. Uh, Buckley and I and Sean have some appearances lined up on other shows. Uh, we'll be sending that information out to you yeah. uh, real soon. We've got some really, <clears throat> really cool shows that want to have us come on. Totally game for that. Uh, any of my follow podcasters that are listening to this show, and I know there's quite a few of you that do, I know that we've all been trying to line up times to get together. I'm going to just put that on hold until we get the studio running the way it needs to be running to put out a quality product. I don't want to go on and do a half-ass show with half-ass sound. Sound issues and all yeah, that. Yeah, I just I don't want to deal with that. I'm, I'm into quality. I'm into quality. So, But I do promise you, once we get things running running smoothly, and we get this shit dialed in. Buckley and I, we're game to go on with whoever wants to have us on. Uh, there's a couple of new podcasters that are breaking into the field. Uh, don't have a problem. A lot of people helped me out when we first started. Uh, I'm going to get on with these guys and uh, see if we can help them out a little bit. And and, and we've got some... Who was uh, that? Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. But one of them is Jake from Local Listens. The other one is uh, Inquiries of Reality. I could get that name wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, really good kid. He's just starting out his show. I like his vibe. I want to get on with him. Uh, and on the other side of the coin, we have some bigger podcasts that want to have us on. So, so it's all nice. going to be really good. So hopefully, hopefully we uh, gain a little more traction. We've been doing really good. This last week's download numbers for the one week numbers. Uh, the best we've had on any show we ever had was episode 55, oh, yeah, which baby. was uh, only about 100. Moving on up. Yeah, they're, they're going up. So we're, so we're real happy with that, which just means the listeners, uh, you're liking it. You're sharing it with your friends. Uh, you're hitting the follow button. That's Smash huge. that like button. Yeah, keep doing it. Leave us <laughs> reviews, too. I mean, even if you think we suck, leave a review. Whatever. Well, hey, you know what? Hey, if you think we suck, let us know why you think we suck. Now, then we'll let you know why we think you suck. Yeah. So, Probably not. But. So anyways, everybody has their opinions. I, I told everybody, listen, our show's not for everybody, uh, but it's for quite a few. So thank you for listening. All right. Until next week, Ron from New England, signing off. Buckley out.